This is Straight Fire and Flow with Kim and Tara, where we talk mindset, energetic, soulpreneurship, and business, expanding your freaking mind and elevating your entire being. You guys, this is straight honesty, no scripts, pure divine wisdom and downloads given directly to you. And today we are chatting with Kathleen McBride, a mindset coach and mentor, and we're talking all about authenticity and growing your business. Welcome, Kathleen. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and yeah, chat all things authenticity, business, and also the real like nitty gritty of what it's actually like growing a business. And I think um, the number one thing that my clients love with me and that I get comments on all the time is my transparency. So I hope that I can bring that to today's conversation so that people can feel not alone on this journey because it's I can swear on this podcast, right? Oh, yeah. Of course you can. <laughs> because it's fucking hard sometimes, right? And I think we have this idea that's kind of given to us that, you know, you're going to be making these 10K months. It's going to be really easy if you just get in flow and if you just align yourself and if you just want it bad enough and manifest everything bad enough that it's just going to happen. You know, if you work through all your shit, then it's just going to happen and life's going to be well and dandy. But it's not, well, in my experience, it definitely hasn't been the case. I don't know about you guys, but. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. We can talk about all of this. I love this. I love that you're starting off in this space because <laughs> we, we once recorded a podcast episode all about kind of like poking holes in the industry, the industry bullshit that is, that is perpetuated. Um, and so I think even before we get into authenticity, like, let's just pull the curtain back a little bit about what it's like been like to actually grow a business before, because a key component of growing your business, at least for us has actually been the fact that we weren't authentic at first. We weren't showing up that way. We weren't uh, like letting ourselves take up so much fucking space, just being who we are. And so our business growth was stunted because of that. Nobody knew that if they were for us or not, because we were just showing up as like pretty little perfect girls, exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And I think it's that real human nature that drive those instincts we have within us to belong, right? To fit in. And there's this whole idea, I don't know if you experienced it, but the whole fake it till you make it thing. Yeah. Oh my God. If I could go back in time, I would tell myself, babe, don't fake it till you make it. Like coaching is not one of those things that you can fake. Like, please just don't pretend that you know what you're doing unless you actually do. There is no shame in saying, oh, I I don't know how to handle this. I might need to get help, you know, but I think in the coaching industry, because it's so, you are so independent almost like you do. There aren't any rules. There aren't any regulations. It almost makes it feel like, well, you should just know what you're doing. And same with business as well. Like there's no bloody, there's not really that many support systems out there to help you. You know, whereas if you're working in corporate or in a workspace, you'd have people, you'd have support to help you on this journey, but you are essentially alone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, that's where Tara and I, obviously there's two of us. So this is also, we, we tell our, this to our clients all the time. Tara has had, uh, has me and I've had Tara this entire time. So yes, our journey has been in truth. It is, it is a little time collapse when you look at it, but that's because of the background that goes with it. It's because there is two of us. And it's also because 
I fucking grew a business for 11 years prior to this. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like everybody's situation is so drastically different. Your skill set is so drastically different when you get into this space that like you have to start to tune out the noise in the industry and start just coming back to recognizing that your journey is unique to you. You're exactly where you're meant to be. Imagine like where we once were, were, okay. We met Kathleen. Okay. Let me also say this. We met Kathleen now. Gosh, it's been like a year and a half ago, right? like something like that, um, in a group program and to see the evolution. And I'm sure you see it the same way for us, but like to see the evolution of your social media, to see the evolution of Kathleen in the last year and a half and how much, um, authenticity you really are standing in. Like there's, I remember, and I remember when we were in that group program, you wanted to start showcasing more of your like funny, quirky personality. (laughs) Yeah. And you were like, I just, I don't know. It's just an edge for me, but like, I don't know if I can do it. And then you were using that one filter. I still, to this day, there's like a face that you made that literally I can pee myself if I like put it in my head (laughs) about what it looked like. Um, Because you took a picture of yourself and like literally like purposely tried to give yourself like 20 double chins and then you used that filter where it was just your face like everywhere (laughs) and I literally was like this is some funny shit like Kathleen is really fucking funny but like that's this aspect that I think I think a lot of people we don't let ourselves evolve we don't let ourselves move into the next phase of ourselves because we're scared about what are the perception is of what everybody else is going to think about us. What are mm-hmm. people going to say if all of a sudden I start showing up funny and, and Susie never saw me funny before, or is she going to start judging me? Are they going to start talking about me? Like it's all of that mind chatter that's in the back. That's oftentimes preventing us from really just fucking being who we are. Yeah. So true. And you know what? It, it really mirrors. I've been having heaps of conversations with clients who are, deciding to move overseas. And I moved to another town in, in New Zealand that I live in when I really decided, okay, I want to give my business my all. Like I really want to give this a proper go. And I moved to a new city and it was the best fucking thing I ever did because it is so hard to change when you are surrounded by people who, you know, little quotation marks, know who you are or think they know who you are. It's really hard to do that with those people around you. And I do think a way that I've really been able to escalate and, you know, almost explode my business and make it a lot faster because God, this could have taken me 10 years easily because it's been really hard. But I think one of the most beneficial things I did was I moved to a new place. I reinvented myself and I said like, no, this is who I am. And it was so much easier. And I'm really having that conversation with clients now around, you know, I really want to show up. I really want to live my life in this way. I really want to bring these new parts of me into my life, but I'm struggling. And I have this urge to go and reinvent myself somewhere else. And there's a lot of shame around that, that, you know, oh, well, you can't be who you are in your current environment, but actually, can we acknowledge how hard that is? Can we acknowledge how hard it is to actually change and show up differently when you're surrounded by these people? And we see the same on social media, right? Like you get this idea that people know you as as one way or that you only do one thing, or maybe you're only seeing people on social media, you know, run their business in one very serious way. You know, I remember seeing an explosion of of coaching businesses come in who were really all about like the, what were those words, the the quantum leap and the, you know, all those like, you know, explode your biz and, you know, go into the beyond and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And 
I was like, wow, that sounds amazing, you know? And I was like, I should be speaking about this stuff. Let's quantum leap, baby. And I was like, I don't even fucking know what that means. Like, what am I talking about, you know? And I saw myself repeatedly try and be like everybody else. You know, anyone that I looked up to, anyone they saw, even people that I didn't necessarily look up to, there was a part of me that continually had this drive to be like them and fit in because somewhere in my mind, my my brain was saying to me, you're not good enough just as you are. And that comes from a few different places. But the one place it comes from was a lack of confidence in what I was doing. I was brand new to the coaching space. I'd never run a business before. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. So of course my brain was going to latch on to, oh, be like them and you might succeed, right? Fake it till you make it. That is the, the idea that we fed from society is to be anybody but yourself. And I really want people to hear who are trying to be authentic in business that is okay. That is a part of the journey. You're going to go through a stage where you try and be like everybody else. You're If you're there right now, fucking celebrate because it's not going to last forever, but you're exactly where you're meant to be, like you said, Kim. But it's a part of the journey. It's a part of the process to discovering who you actually want to be. But you do need to build the confidence, right? It's very hard to show up authentically on social media if you're not confident in what you're doing. Can we just be clear about that? Absolutely. And I think that's this piece of, again, I mean, we'll get even more deeper into this authenticity piece in a second, but like, that's this piece that exists where I think for a while in the industry, there were a lot of business coaches, unfortunately, who were out there promoting, like the minute that you start coaching, you should be charging $800 for, you should be charging a thousand dollars. You should be char- <laughs> raise your fucking prices. What are you doing? That's why you're not getting clients. Right. And it's like, no, maybe it's because I have no idea who the fuck I am. My messaging is on point. I don't know who I serve and I don't know what I do. And <laughs> like, also, maybe yeah, like, exactly. Like a lot of, I, I am doing behind the scenes, which I'm going to be launching properly soon, but I'm afraid, hello, I'm not, I'm not perfect either. But something that I've been working behind the scenes with, with about five coaches has been mentoring these coaches and their coaching skills. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the training programs out there, or even if you don't do a training, like a coach training program, I didn't do one, um, are very, if you're very quick, you know, there's not a lot of practice. There's not a big thing that you go through in most places. It's very easy to become a coach who actually doesn't really know what they're doing and who actually doesn't know how to facilitate transformation in their clients, right? There is one thing I'm really good at now and what I dedicate the reason that I have gotten to this place that I am in my business is because I am damn good at creating transformational programs and results for my clients. A few years ago, I couldn't say that with such confidence and certainty, but I spent time honing my skills as a coach. I got as many fucking people in front of me as I possibly could. And I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. I practiced on myself. I practiced on other people and I expanded what I was doing. And I decided that I didn't know everything right? And that was okay. And I didn't need to. A really key pivoting point that I would love to share here for me and my business was actually deciding to work with other coaches, healers, and practitioners and have them as a part of my programs. I outsourced a section of the transformation to other people and like people who were in their fucking zone of genius, who were doing things that I could never do, who were working energetically, who were working with the subconscious, who were Reiki healers, practitioners, but the emotion code is primarily what I love to see my clients to do. And it just took away this pressure that I felt 
that I had to be the person that provided the result, right? And I came to this realization, I think this is what really allowed me to show up a lot more authentically was one, I had massive confidence as a coach. And this is what I'm training people in now is actually who the fuck cares about your business and marketing skills. Let's work on, do you feel confident as a coach? Because if you don't, then getting good at business and marketing doesn't really matter because you're still going to find yourself in the same places. And then two was what section of the transformation are you not confident in? And can you outsource that? Can you open up this? Because I know it's often we think we have to do it all ourselves. But when I opened that up and opened these relationships and realized, oh my God, somebody else can add something that I just am not meant to be adding. And it leaves me to be in my zone of genius, which is in a child work, somatic work, parts theory, you know, and actual real life coaching. That's where I thrive. When I decided to do that, everything changed. And what shifted was I no longer felt responsible for the result of my client. And I believe that I didn't have all the answers and I didn't need to. Mm, I love, love that. love that. I literally just had a conversation right before this in Telegram with a client who was talking about how she's realizing part of this hang up, this energetic hang up that does exist for her is this reality that she in fact is taking responsibility for her client's results. And so this, I just like love this conversation because that's the piece. So like from an energetic perspective, now Tara and I do a lot of strategy marketing. We do a lot of the, the, the masculine aspects, if you will, but Tara and I are really rooted in spirituality and energetics. And so we combine those both. And so from an energetic perspective, like think about it this way. It's like you go out there and basically you're like, I'm responsible for my client's results. Me, it is on me. If you have that mentality Do you know at a subconscious level, the amount of pressure, the amount of guilt, the amount of shame and judgment you're going to be carrying? So from an an energetic perspective, your vibration is literally wonky as fuck. It is not safe to send you clients. Could you imagine the overload that would exist? Totally. Yep. Yep. And I imagine that that must happen. And it did. It happened for me. I was like, holy fuck. Like, am I like, do I have to make this happen? Do I have to make somebody change their life? And I remember feeling this way as a PT. That's where I started out. And I remember feeling like, fuck, like I'm the one that has to get them here. I have to motivate them. I have to make them accountable. And it's just not the way like you get to inspire your client to be in charge and lead their journey. And that's something that I say at the start of every single connection call or discovery call that I have with someone I share with them, like, I'm not here to shove you along you need to want this, right? You need to want this bad enough and you need to lead it. I'm here to guide and support you, but that's it. You are in charge here, right? And Mm -hmm. seeing that moment in their eyes when they go, oh shit, okay. You really get to see who is coming into coaching from a place of, oh my God, I need somebody to like pull me out of this versus I actually want this and I want to learn how to do this myself. And for me, that's a really big distinction between going into mental health support versus coaching. That's a really big distinction, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That's a piece of like, um, like what we see, the language that we use often is like, we don't want to just take your money. Like it is easy to just take somebody's fucking money because there are going (laughs) to be people that throw their money at you thinking you're the solution that you are the thing that is going to fix them. And so it's often like, listen, it would be easy to take your money here. However, do you want this? Do you want to hold yourself accountable? Do you want to do the damn thing, right? Like, and if you don't, 
we are not the facilitators for you. And I think that's, that's like an aspect of integrity, especially from some of us who, when you're building your business, and I think Kathleen, this was very much the same for you, like having a bridge job, I think at the beginning, right? Having a, a bridge job, like just a job, just in the, in the meantime. Oh yeah. And like, I, I so want to open, I still work part-time. I work two days a week in a store and do coaching for them as well. I still do that because I'm still afraid and I'm about to take this really exciting leap in my life, which is terrifying, but I'm still fucking afraid, even though I have, you know, now almost two years that, okay, yes, my business will make money. Even though I have that, I'm still afraid of the fact that, oh my God, what if, what if something happens? There's still that fear that lives within me and that's never going to go away, but it's also okay right? It also helps me. It also helps me be a better coach. It helps me be a better human. It helps people relate to me more, right? And like, I'm in a stage now and I just, I I almost wanted to start off this podcast just saying this because I think it's so important. Like I definitely define myself as successful. I've never made a 10K month. I have never in my three, I've been in business three years now, probably coming up to two full time. I've never had a 10K month. I sit anywhere between 2K, and this is New Zealand dollars, but anywhere between 2 and 7K every month. And that's where I'm at, right? Yeah. And I am fucking proud and stoked. And I am amazed that, it's been, that I've been able to get there. But yet, there's still this idea that unless you're making X amount of dollars, then you're a failure, right? Unless you're full-time in your business, you, you, you're not all in then, you know? You, you should be doing yeah. more. You should be giving more to it. And I think it's all bullshit. I think it's all bullshit driven from this feeling of scarcity that people have that whenever you see somebody go after their dream, it's so intimidating, right? When you see someone fucking go it, go for it and do the thing, it makes you go, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? What's happening here, right? (laughs) And I think we need to remember that. We need to remember that we're all human. We all get triggered. We all have these experiences. And a really big thing that I... um, I was about to say shove down my clients' throats, but that's not the case with with love. But a really good conversation that we have is around not putting me on a pedestal and not putting any other coaches on a pedestal. And this is why I share these examples. This is why I share. Like right now, I'm uh, my program is running, supposed to be starting next week. I've got nobody signed up, right? It's scary as fuck, okay? But it's really important for me to own that and be honest about it and be vulnerable, yeah. I'm deeply afraid that I might make no money next month for my business, right? But if I don't, I'll get through. What's important to me and how I define success now is that I show up and that I go to the edge, that I go to the end of the launch period, that I push it to the max, that I give it my all. And no matter what happens, I've decided that I'm still worthy. I've decided that no matter what, I'm still enough. And I think that's what every single person who is in the journey of business needs to hear. And from that place, authenticity and especially authenticity on social media becomes so much easier, right? Yes. Yes. Well, and that's like you validate. That's the thing is like, it's a different energy. Like Karen, I talk about this all the time. You can move through life in any energy you want. You can move through it in any energy. You can move through it in a fearful energy. You can move it through it in an accepting energy. We get to decide. Yes, there's a, a bunch of baggage and there's a bunch of shit that we have to work through in order to get to an energy that actually feels really good for us to move through it. But you owning this, um, it's it's an acceptance that's coming through for me. It's accepting who you are, where you're at, and literally saying it's fucking enough right now. 
I'm enough right now, no matter what this situation looks like, no matter what this outside circumstance looks like, you, when you when you build a business, and this is my husband used this language once to me, and it literally like stuck with me ever since then. And he was like, Kim, you realize you created something out of nothing. Like, wow, right? Nothing you, existed. And now you have something. Yes. And so like, that's the space of like, I think that's the the, the aspect that I define my success by. I fucking made something out of nothing. You fucking made something out of nothing. Like that is the space to live in. And when you live in with that energy, it's like, I don't fucking really care what results my business gets. Is it great that our business is performing well? Yes. But am I having so much fucking fun and joy in it? Like that is first and foremost for me. Is it me? Am I alive in this? Or do I get off a call and I'm like, God damn it. That was awful. Like, <laughs> you know, like what, what is the aftermath like? And like, can you act like, that's what defines success to me. So it really truly doesn't matter what the amount of money you're making is. And also, and this is coming from two people who are business coaches, literally it is marketing. It is a marketing ploy. Like that is just what it is. Like there, there's an aspect like Tara and I do talk about money here and there because I do think it's important to show the expansion, to show that it is absolutely fucking possible for people. But that is not at the 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 at the the front of everything we talk about. The front of everything we talk about is the deep transformation that occurs, your confidence level, how authentic you feel, how fucking free you feel, knowing that you get to take up so much fucking space, knowing that people are literally watching you in fucking awe, and that you in fact are in awe of yourself. Like that's <laughs> the space. Yeah. In <laughs> awe of yourself. That's we love that moment, right? Where you go. Fuck, I'm proud of myself. Like I really did it. You know, I'm coming yeah. to the end of my time in the city that I'm in and I'm deciding to move somewhere else. And I came here two years ago with my business, just being something I did on the side, maybe made $2,000 a year from it in the past, you know, and I came here because I wanted to give this a go and I wanted to live a different life and I wanted to try. Right. And I knew it was going to be scary and it's been terrifying. And I knew that I would grow so much because of it, no matter if it was something that eventually failed. I knew that that was an important part of my journey. And instead of committing to the 10K months, I decided to commit to the journey. And then it became a whole lot easier, right? I decided, all right, my goal is just to be on the fucking journey. I don't want to, I don't want to set a goal for a 10K month. I want to set a goal to just be on the journey, right? And be authentic and honest and vulnerable and if anyone knows me at all who's listening, you will know that I believe how much vulnerability heals because especially in business and on social media, there is a fucking pandemic of people pretending to be perfect. And yes. that is the most harmful thing we will ever experience. Yep. And social media was a place that was designed to create more socialness. It was a place that wasn't designed for people to put up a fake life and for shame and, you know, all these feelings to be created from it. It wasn't a space that was designed for that. It was a space to connect people. And what's the biggest and most amazing way to connect with people? Vulnerability, right? And what we're seeing here is we're seeing this incredible revolution. And I think it really started with people deciding to not use filters. Yeah. It's one of the big ones, right? Being like, fuck it. Like, I'm enough just as I am. And when I look back, you know, you can see those memories on social media now and your stories that honestly, yeah. they're a fucking wild ride for me at the moment. Um, 
But I'm seeing these memories pop up from a few years ago when I first started and I started out, you know, and more in the health and fitness space, I was running like body image mindset and the programming side of exercise as well. And I look back on these stories and I remember, and this was, this was only about three years ago, but if I showed up and spoke on my stories that day, that was a celebration. I was so happy, you know, and if I wrote, I used to spend, oh my good God, I used to spend fucking four or five hours crafting a perfect post. It took me three months to post my first Instagram post. Three months. And it was a written post. Yeah, there was no such thing as video back then. Reels were not a thing. It took me three months. And I was a person that was so fucking petrified of what other people thought of me. I never had social media until I started this business. I had Facebook that I, you know, just used to message people on. But even now I'm the person that my profile picture on Facebook is from like five years ago. Um, But I never used social media because I was so desperately afraid of what other people might think of me. Mm -hmm. And yet there was also this part of me that just so fucking wanted to be seen. There was this part of me that wanted and knew I was meant to be in in something like this where I was being vulnerable and real with people about what was going on. And I wasn't bullshitting anymore. And that was what I held on to. But I really want to anyone who's listening and who's like, oh, I want to be more consistent. I want to be authentic on my social media. Give yourself fucking grace and time and compassion. It has taken me three years to go from being terrified of posting and taking three months to write a post to being able to consistently share reels, videos, whatever the fuck I want. Showing up now, my my latest favorite thing is to just show my face as to what it looks like every day, which no one can see me now, but I generally look like a goober most of the time with a double chin, especially when I'm looking at my phone. So my favorite thing now is just to show up in that way and to share photos with people what my skin really looks like and the little fucking mustache hairs that I have and, you know, my monobrow that's coming through and my pimples and my body, my ever-changing body, you know, weight gain, healing from an eating disorder is been my story and I cannot even fathom that, that that this is possible there is a part of me that version from me from three years ago that is shocked that this is where I'm at shocked. oh good god yeah right that- like that would have been my worst nightmare to zoom in on this morning I walked up the mount and I zoomed in on my sweaty my sula <laughs> my sweaty upper lip and I zoomed in on it and I was like hello um and that would have shocked me in the past that I would have done something like that. And if I saw someone doing like that, I would have freaking cringed and be like, ew, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it is freeing. It is freeing to be yourself. But I think it comes from not just, you know, creating content that's authentic. It comes from just being you. And yeah. something that has helped me create more authentic content has been just showing people my life, showing people what I look like, letting off you know, taking off all the makeup, taking off all the masks that I wear, pretending to be perfect and showing up when I'm sad, when I'm upset and saying very clearly, I'm not sharing this with you to get your sympathy or get your words of kindness. I don't need that. I'm showing you this because I'm showing you what a real human is like. So the next time that you find yourself crying and feeling overwhelmed or anxious or sabotaging or procrastinating, that you remember that that's a normal experience that we're all fucking having. And anyone who tells you otherwise is lying. They are lying and pretending and bullshitting. We're all human on this journey. We're all struggling. 
And that's what authenticity is about. And when we go on this journey, and I'm so excited to see so many people on social media, especially coaches, when we go on this journey and when you decide that I'm going to stop bullshitting on social media and I'm going to be my fucking self and I'm going to be real, that is when you're not only doing amazing things for yourself and your business, you are healing society. You are healing the fucking planet. This is how young women everywhere who are starving themselves, looking at pictures of models who are stick thin and fucking hero and chic or whatever, this is how you're going to help them. This is how you're going to show them that you don't need to be like this. And this is the revolution that we need to get a part of. And it's called fucking authenticity. And it's great. Yeah. Um, do you realize like you were just at a mic drop moment? That was such a good riff that you were just had, like straight fucking fire. Um, that was awesome. And yes, no, I completely agree with you. And that's the thing is like, I feel like the the beauty of social media, like the the back to like the reasoning behind it, the the connection aspect. I literally like Tara and I talk about this all the time. Like social media is a straight gift from the fucking God herself from straight baby Buddha. Like literally it is a fucking gift. It's just, we didn't know how to utilize it correctly. And we were also allowing, and I mean this from the most loving space, the most emotionally unwell society. We were giving children access to an, an app that was literally like, let me make sure that it's at this angle, that it looks like this, that I can, can I, can I edit this piece out? Like, can I do all of these little aspects to make myself come across as perfect? Because inside I don't feel whole. Like mm -hmm. that is the truth of it. And so now we're watching people who are healing. We are watching people who are healing decide to be honest and decide to share their true fucking emotional depth to showcase what it really truly is like to be having a human experience, to be building a business as an emotional spiritual being, to not let your perfectionism stop you, but at the same time, navigating a world where we were taught to be perfect. And if you weren't fucking perfect, you weren't enough. And so to me, I like literally, I'm like the coaching industry is saving the fucking world, man. Like I can <laughs> see it. I can feel it. Every coach out there. I'm like, you are one fucking bad bitch, dude. You have no idea how much of an impact you are creating on this planet. But so like the, the question that I wanted to bring up here is, so now what has been the feedback that you're receiving from your audience now that you are like totally letting Kathleen be, you're like slathering the internet with Kathleen's like all of your fucking spice. Like, I love it all. What has the feedback been from your audience, your community? Mm, it's been just lovely. There are no other words to describe it than almost like, you know, when you go home and you feel like, oh, this is where I'm meant to be. It feels like that. It feels like a giant sigh of relief for every single person. I know that people come and look at my content. I have people who, you know, you have your number one fans and to my number one fans, I love you. You are the most incredible people ever. But those people who are always watching stories, who are always interacting, always commenting, always having conversation with me, those people come to this space to come and look at me being whatever the fuck I'm being because they find comfort in it. They find comfort in the fact that it's okay to be human. It's okay to be imperfect. And we're even allowed to celebrate that fact. We're even allowed to be proud of our imperfections, of our flaws. We're allowed to feel 
Like we're good enough even when society tells us we're not. We're just allowed. So the feedback has been overwhelmingly, lovingly positive. And I don't I don't really pay attention to people that aren't, you know, that maybe don't sink, sit with it that well. But from people that have actually spoken to me directly, they are cheering me on. And that is so beautiful. So to anyone listening, you know who you are. I thank you. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, Tara, do you have any other like last minute questions or anything that you want to follow up with? I feel like you, this conversation, I feel like you have really like laid this foundation to give so many people, people, but women specifically so much permission. Mm. And I just think it's absolutely like beautiful, the work that you're doing, but the way that you describe it and the way that you share your view, your story on it. I just think it's so, um, it just gives so much permission to everybody else that's sitting on the fence going, what's going to happen though. If I really show up as the real me, right. What's going to happen. And I think you are sitting here as living proof that what's going to happen is that you're going to feel like you're finally home. Mm, Yeah, totally. And Look, let's just be honest. There might be assholes out there. There might be people who judge you. There's going to be. I know there's been people that have judged me, right? There's going to be those people in this world, but it's up to you whether you decide if they get to dictate your life or not. But it's also okay to be afraid, right? Like let's allow yourself to be human. And that humanness involves having this literal human need inside you to belong, to fit in and get approval of others. We all have those drivers within us, right? We all do, but you don't need to let them rule the decisions you make day to day. But you are going to have these feelings come up from time to time. And when you learn how to navigate those, that's what's important. When you learn how to navigate getting out of your comfort zone, you will be set up for life. When you learn skills like emotional intelligence, how to actually process your feelings, how to heal your inner child. And I'll say this again, just to recap it. But I believe that the keys to authenticity on social media as a coach are a couple things. And I'll recap this for you because it's how humans learn, by the way, is by recapping. So go over this in your head, everyone at home. Number one is realizing you're going to be afraid and accepting that. Being okay with the fact that it's going to feel fucking horrible sometimes. You're not going to want to do it. You're probably going to make mistakes. You're probably going to, you know, I still find myself wanting to whack a filter on sometimes, you know, and that's okay, right? That's more than okay. But the important thing is that you try, right? So I really want you to grant yourself some compassion and acceptance on this journey. Number two, if you're growing a biz on social media and as a coach, is it's likely going to take longer than you think it is. And that doesn't mean that you've failed, right? When I first got into coaching, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to fucking blow up overnight, right? And there's still a part of me that hopes that I blow up overnight and I just, you know, go beyond everything. Like there's still a part of me hoping to be saved, you know? But that comes from my inner child, that little girl inside of me who just wanted her absentee father to come and save her, you know? Mm-hmm. The reality is that you have to do the work yourself. You have to show up consistently and that is a part of the journey. And the last thing I'll say that will help you with authenticity is play. Play, be funny, be humorous, enjoy yourself, post photos of your double chin, zoom in on that pimple, tell your people when you're having a shite day, 
and let it be okay. Just be more human. That's all it is. Just be a little bit more human. And actually, the last final thing I will say before we cut off here, the number one thing that has helped me recently in the last, when did I do this? I did I did this just before Christmas. And something that I've always struggled with is running consistent workshops and events. I've always struggled with that. It's always taken me a really long time to build up to running one. In the last four months, I've run more workshops in my entire life. And they've all popped off and been amazing. I've got one tonight and I'm so excited about it. But do you know why this has happened? And this is a thing that you can actually do. And this is something I knew that I needed to do for like the last year, but I kept putting it off. And I'm here to tell you it will change your life, right? I went through my Instagram and I blocked, unfollowed, muted, whatever I needed to do. Every single coach, including the two of you, every single coach (laughs) in the industry, every single one, even my clients who were coaches, I did this and my creative expression and my motivation and my ideas were unleashed. I'm telling you, it was like this fucking pipe burst open and I was like what like I actually have all these ideas and I don't have the resistance anymore to actually creating them into taking those next steps and putting the workshops into action because what was happening for me is it's really scary when you see so many people running so many things and I was always like oh my god like their idea is so much better than mine or oh my idea is too similar to theirs people are going to go to these oh my god they're getting a hundred people at their workshop you know what if I don't do that all those things were stopping me and there is no fucking shame in deciding hey I'm actually going to cut that off and I'm going to give myself some time I'm going to give myself some time, grace, and effort. It was the same for me in my body, healing my body image, the scale. I still don't weigh myself anymore because I know that I had to remove it. It had to be a boundary. And it's really helped me on my healing journey. It's been the same with social media. And I, when I first heard people say this, I thought, fucking stupid. Oh my God, they're so weak. (laughs) They just can't handle it, you know? And then I did it. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, honestly, onto something. So I know that it takes time and I know that it's tricky and you might feel a bit disconnected from people, but just you fucking wait, just you wait, go and mute them. Don't unfollow them. If you don't want to, don't block them, go and mute everyone that you get a little bit, you know, intimidated or you compare yourself to from time to time, which is so natural. Just do it and see what happens. Run an experiment on yourself. Be curious with yourself, play, have fun, enjoy and see what happens. I love that. It's like all coming down to like putting your humanity first and foremost and letting your expression be fucking enough. Like that is it, baby. Oh my God. This was such a good conversation with you, Kathleen. Um, It has been such a, I mean, honestly, like I look at it as almost like a privilege watching all of the people that we've networked with and, and became friends with in this arena, watching everybody evolve and letting themselves like rip off any masks, rip off any self-imposed limitations and letting themselves just fucking take up space. It's a privilege. It's an honor. It feels so good to watch you. It feels so good to watch everybody in this industry that's letting themselves be enough. So thank you so much, Kathleen, for being with us today. Everybody at home that listened in, we are going to go ahead and link, oh, 444, our time anyway. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are going to go ahead and link um, Kathleen's Instagram account 
um, in the show notes so that you can find her, you can follow her. Um, and you, please do. Her, her content is absolutely amazing. Her vulnerability is absolutely beautiful. Um, her authenticity is, is something to, it, it's unmatched in, in a lot of what we see on the internet. So um, thank you again. And everybody that's listening at home, we will see you next week for another episode of Straight Fire and Flow. Thanks, guys. Thank you.